0: I'm Brett Chang.
1: And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, May 31st, the last day in May, Brett, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
0: Okay, so Peak Pals, for your fact of the day, this one's a fun one. There are actually three age counting systems in South Korea. So we obviously use one here, and they use it sometimes there as well. But most citizens actually abide by the quote-unquote Korean age, where a person is one year old when they were born instead of zero, and they gain one year every New Year's Day. Now, that makes me 33 in Korea, which I don't love. And so I'm going to stick with our aging system. But do you think there's room for another aging system in Canada, maybe, Jay?
1: What if this aging system made me 33, (laughs) I'd be psyched. I'd (laughs) Really? really be psyched.
0: This reminds me of, it reminds me of, you know, when in some countries the ground floor is one and then it goes two, three, four. It's like that. It's like, it, whereas here the ground floor is just zero and then there's, no, I'm wrong. The ground floor here is one and it's two, three, four. Where in some places the ground floor is zero and it's one, two, three.
1: Yes. It's like that. It's not the biggest deal, but it does affect your age in this case. So you must be very upset. Well, but there's an
0: international convention of how we calculate age. And it's odd to me that South Korea is this outlier that has developed. Their own aging system that nobody else uses. I don't think anywhere else does this.
1: But it also makes them older.
0: I know. It's to their disadvantage. That's why I don't get about
1: it. Well, if everybody does it, everybody is counting by the same rules. At least you're in South Korea, they are. And then do they change their age when they go somewhere else and say how old they are? South Koreans will have to chime in.
0: This reminds me, it's the elevators, but it's also like in Little League when you have like the oh. kids coming in from, you know, or Africa and they say that they're 12, but they're 16. It's that I don't like the age wizardry behind this.
1: Well, Brett, now that. you're really taking a controversial stance (laughs) against south korea age counting what do we have for peak pals today for the younger peak pals here in canada
0: well speaking of south korea your kia which is from south korea is kind of safe in canada for our second story canada's ketamine supplies are running low and for our last story a small province tackles big problems
1: for our first story A year after the Kia challenge, the challenge was to steal a Kia, emerged on TikTok, software fixers have not stopped thieves from continuing to make off with stolen cars. But how are Kia owners in Canada better off now than they were a year ago?
0: Well, they're slightly better off, and we'll get into it. But just to give you uh, some background, the surge in theft started after videos were posted online detailing how to exploit the car's lack of auto theft prevention technology. Now, these are called immobilizers, and they block you from being able to start a car without a key. It's a basic feature you'd think all cars would have.
1: (laughs) You would think. But only 26% of Kia and Hyundai models from 2015 to 2019 were equipped with the technology in the U.S., compared with 96% of all other vehicles in those years.
0: Currently in the U.S., only 7% of the roughly 8 million vulnerable cars have received a software upgrade that adds protection. The automakers have held back from issuing a costly recall, meaning cars are still getting snatched.
1: At least this is according to the Wall Street Journal. But in Canada, immobilizers have been required by law in all new vehicles sold in Canada since 2007. Transport Canada can give itself a little pat on the back for that one, that forward-thinking way, way, way back when in 2007.
0: Yes, but car thefts in Canada are soaring as criminals find creative ways to outsmart immobilizers, such as transmitting the key signal from inside your house to trick your vehicle. In Ontario, over 10,000 cars have been stolen since January. That's up 45% from 2022.
1: I feel like this story is going to curse my car at this point. I don't even want to read the rest. Well, next, car makers are expected to roll out new security features. Well, eventually. And Transport Canada isn't making any sudden moves. At this rate, the issue might be best left to Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown, who's exploring giving out signal-blocking key cases. Interesting. Hmm.
0: For our second story, you might know ketamine by its use as an animal sedative or status as a Schedule One drug, but the demand for it as a treatment for anxiety and depression is also booming. Why is this, Jay?
1: Well, Canada is currently facing a shortage of the powerful drug, a result of sustained demand combined with the shortage of a variety of ingredients needed to make the drug.
0: And in Canada, ketamine is acknowledged to have legitimate uses in medicine. Though often prescribed as an anesthetic or to manage pain, its antidepressant properties and psychedelic effects have spurred its use in treating mental health issues.
1: Clinics offering ketamine treatments have been popping up across the country from Ontario to Nova Scotia, charging between 200 bucks and about $1,000 per treatment.
0: Even notable names in the medical world like Toronto Hospital Network Unity Health offers treatments to its patients, but wait lists are reportedly months long.
1: And it matters because a recent survey suggests the state of mental health among Canadians is the worst it's been since early in the pandemic, with adults between 18 and 39-year-olds reporting the highest levels of feeling anxious or depressed at 34% and 29% respectively.
0: With wait times to see mental health specialists rising, it's no wonder more people are turning to alternative options to try and alleviate their negative thoughts.
1: Here's the bottom line. There's anecdotal evidence that ketamine therapy has helped people battling depression, but doctors admit they still don't really know how it works. Patients experience the effects differently, obviously, like any drug. And it continues to be costly and controversial often. Option one, but one that is very popular online, I would say as well, but... For our third and final story, Canada's smallest province is getting bigger. Prince Edward Island, PEI, will be home to 200,000 people by 2030, according to projections released by its provincial government.
0: And this all matters because the experience of Canada's smallest province is a perfect case study of the growing pains that come with a rapidly increasing population.
1: PEI is the fastest growing province in the country, with a population that has jumped by just over 20% since 2015, nearly twice as fast as the nationwide rate.
0: That rapid growth has driven surging demand for housing, pushing home prices up faster than anywhere else in Canada since 2015.
1: Yes, but with the highest job vacancy rate of any province and Canada's lowest immigrant retention rate, a measure of how many people who move to the province actually stick around, PEI still needs more people. The
0: lack of workers makes solving the province's housing shortage harder. Industry groups say there are too few construction workers to build enough homes.
1: If all of this sounds familiar, it's because a similar scenario is unfolding across much of the country. The population is growing quickly, contributing to a housing shortage, and pushing people to leave their communities in search of more affordable pastures.
0: Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada.
1: If you got a second, one out, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals. And Brett, I ran into two people, both named Mark, at a party this week, and they both listen to the podcast every day. So shout out to Mark and Mark.
0: Shout out to Mark and Mark.